We are moving past the halfway mark, and we are doing it in spectacularly frustrating fashion. If we make it through this thing, we will have accomplished something. All sorts of glitches, internet outages, all sorts of weirdness going on. But today, <coughs> coughing fit. <coughs> Apologies. So much for promises kept. Wednesday, November the 30th, 2022. That is the day today is, as we will give you new stories from the past day to start off your morning and to get your conversation going. So we're going to get in that pretty darn quickly because we're already a bit behind. We want to make sure we pick up on the pace. I want to remind you that our main website's home is thisconversationproject.com, and the buttons work for that one. You can see that as well in the scroll. There it is. And if you're not watching it, then you can't see the scroll, which is why we pronounced it as this. It's the conversationproject.com. Find out more details about us, the conversation project, and things we're doing, things we're not doing, and things apparently we're not doing so well at the website, including uh, more links for sponsors and partnerships and other ways to find us, if you will. Glasses on so I can see. Let's get into the news stories right now pretty quick. Starting off with Zhang Zemin, Chinese former president and many of many firsts, dies at 96 years old. Check out the link on this one because I literally posted this uh, not even an hour, like more like um, 15 minutes before I pulled the data for uh, the conversation to give you this thing today. Uh, this popped up here and it was the number one trending thing. Most engaging thing out there, period, quickly. Now, it's not fast enough to make any real headlines or any real uh, 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 impact on the actual news that's going on in the morning because that stuff's going on. But this will be something that will be talked about as we'll have, I'm sure, something to complain about China going on. Right now, the biggest complaints about China is the zero COVID policies and the, uh, what well, call them riots, their protests going on. And the fact that they, they have protests fairly often, just not as widespread and as, I will say, random, if you will, going on right now. This will probably not be a spark of protest, but it will bring up a quick uh, history lesson of things that China has done. This guy was able to be the first to do a lot of things, and we'll be talking about that more tomorrow. But literally, he popped up into the news feed this morning, and he was so large, so massive. He's the tops, and he just is. Let's move on to story number two. Clarence Gilliard Jr., diehard Walker, Texas Ranger actor and university professor, dies at 66. This actually happened much, much earlier uh, in the week or late in the weekend, if you will. Uh, it just took us a while to get it posted in there. And because of the strength, the length of the things we do in, in these um, these things, we're talking about it now. This one did not get a lot of coverage because he wasn't a mainstream actor in, you know, being a um, African-American actor. He wasn't the next black guy. He was kind of that guy and that thing, one of those type actors. But we are going to mourn the loss of the character actor, we'll call him that, uh, who, you know, was part of what made Walker, Texas Ranger what it was. Uh, and of course, doing other things along the lines as well. Died this week at the age of 66. Tiger Woods says Greg Norman has to go, quote, for, for Live Golf to coexist with PGA Tour. Now, I think there's probably more issues with Live Golf versus PGA Golf than just Greg Norman, but apparently Tiger Woods and various, various other people aren't so happy with the leader of the golf tournament. Now, yes, uh, Live Golf Tournament is backed by Saudi money and basically used to golf wash, sports wash, uh, some of the atrocities that the Saudis do, but one of the biggest atrocities apparently to most of the people who are still in PGA is sort of the actions and reactions given by Greg Norman running the company. You can have your various fights on that as well. Uh, 
if you think Greg Norman's a problem with live golf, not the fact that it's two big glitzy golf tours going on, you'll see. Uh, it's as you have seen, maybe you've seen, pay attention past, uh, competing sports leagues don't work out very well because they can't compete. One must be dominant. The other must be the, the, the feeder to other things. USFL did not work out. Why the, why the NBA is the NBA and not the NBA and in, in, in another league. Why the NFL, which was the AFL and NFL merge into one, to a major power and everyone else is just playing in the spring so they can, you know, get some extra time and get some people to see some stuff. It is what it is. We'll see what happens. Um, there have been, there are various other lower tier tours in golf that play alongside the um, the PGA, the Hooters Tour. Uh, Hooters sponsored a tour for people to play golf on because they could. But Hooters Tour knew they were not the PGA, and they're basically a feeder system for the PGA. Live Golf is trying to snatch the teams or snatch the players away and be a bigger league, be a world global league, and be funded by lots of crazy Saudi money. We'll see how the two will coexist and if Greg Norman will stick around. Oath Keepers leader Stephen Rhodes Stuart Rhodes, found guilty of seditious conspiracy in January 6, 2021 attack. Now, uh, Stuart Rhodes, I should be able to read much better, but seditious conspiracy is something that is kind of fresh because no one's been tried for this since the Civil War, literally taking over a government, which, which is what kind of happened when the South seceded from the Union, the North. They tried to get out, get in, in the way of the way the government worked in the United States. They were soundly beaten and brought back in, and a lot of people charged with sedition. We have, there were four people basically got tried yesterday. Only one, I believe, got tried with a seditious conspiracy. All were up for it. Uh, they all got plenty of things like uh, trespassing and, and all those things like that. But the Oath Keeper's leader is the only person found of seditious conspiracy, basically trying to overtake the government or not getting in the way of a, a conspiracy that is taking over the government by himself. We'll see what what actual time we'll get for these things, but it's going to be interesting. This one, also a lot interesting. Walmart worker who survived mass shooting at Virginia store files $50 million lawsuit because that's what we do. Will this one play out in court? Literally, I don't know. But right now, one worker has jumped in a lawsuit uh, for safety concerns and, and threat of life, things like that. And this is a survivor. This is not a family member of someone who actually died. We're going to see how the lawyers come through with this one, good, bad, or indifferent, and how well people will make out on this stuff, good, bad, or indifferent, on the one tragedy. People will try to make money, make money off it. People are also looking for justice and closure as well. So we're not saying every single person filing a lawsuit for something like this is a bad thing. We're not even saying this one is a bad thing, but we're saying that a lot of people will swoop in when there's a tragedy to pull some money from a place like Walmart, which has a lot of money, but you know, isn't just passing out for things like this. Jay Leno crashes his Tesla into police car as he heads to performance after horror fire. This was teased yesterday, and this is the payoff for this one. Go to our website and click on the link for this one. Go deeper in this one. Essentially, um, Jay Leno, being a poor driver after having his incident, uh, did crash his Tesla into a police car outside of the comedy venue where he was going to perform. Um, nothing serious happened. It wasn't like he was under the influence of anything, but it was kind of a serious thing happening in the situation. See more about the story, more about his recovery at our, at our website and inside the, the comments here in the show. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West settled divorce. 
Kim will get $200,000 a month in child support. I'm not sure how Kanye is going to pay $200,000 in child support, but that's what the court has finally settled on as Kim Kardashian is officially un-Kanye'd, un-West, un-Yay'd, if you will. Uh, and so the two kids together are going to get that money to take care of that. Do her two kids need $200,000 a month, $100K a month to be taken care of? I don't know. I don't I don't determine these things. But because Kanye West is worth a billion dollars, it seems like it's worth a good chunk of money. Does that money still exist? Looks like crypto. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. But Kanye's job now, Ye's job now, is to figure out how to make some money because he's got to pay $200,000 a month for child support. The presidency only pays $200,000 a year. So, you know, there's that that he's running for. But we'll see how he's going to make his money and get this child support going forward. All I know about child support is that it never goes away. So um, no matter how long he doesn't pay it, he's going to owe it for forever. That's I, and, I, and I don't know that because I'm only paying child support. I just All I know about people with child support is if you don't pay it, it just stays there like student loans forever. And BlockFi sues a bank, sues a bankman feed company, not him exactly, to recover Robinhood shares. BlockFi was one of the um, exchanges that um, basically handled crypto, handled investments. And in in terms of a lot of little weird things, they turned over and let lost a lot of shares in Robinhood based on the fact that Robinhood went into the securities uh, business for trading crypto, but they lost some shares in that that market. BlockFi wants those hard shares of Robinhood back. They're suing a bankman free company who basically brokered a deal to make that happen. I'm not sure what it's worth, but we're going to see going forward how it plays out. Teasing this one right here, happening late overnight, and we'll see what the repercussions will come for this. U.S. Senate passes same-sex marriage and protection bill. That's the Senate. They actually came together for a version of the bill they've been working on for a couple of weeks. It now must go to the House for some sort of other bill or, or consolidation to become a law to be signed in by the president if it comes together. But one half of our bicameral uh, House, one half of our cameral uh, government in the Congress for the legislature's part uh, has push this forward ahead. Will this be a big deal? Will it happen? Will it fall apart? We can see and we can talk about it. And talking about it is very simple. Go to our website. This is conversationproject.com. Find links to chat it up there or follow us on our feeds where you really can get into the, the discussion. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. When you go to those feeds on those sites, you'll see a news story posting every 50 minutes or so that we're posting headlines that you want you to read into. So you know what's going on. You see what's going on and then you engage in it. You help other people see it. You like it yourself. You love it yourself. You hate it yourself. You share it with other people so it gets more engagement and the more engagement story gets, better chance of it showing up in this video or audio program and no matter how you you get the download uh tomorrow for thursday now we're going to talk very quickly about ads we talked briefly about the sponsors page so you can go to our sponsors page on our website this is conversationproject.com sponsors and see a full list of sponsors that can help us because they help you out and we get a bit back from them but let's talk about fundrise today investments are a tricky thing as you can see we had a story today about robin hood uh the investment uh, platform and how their outstanding shares got pulled in the m- massacre that was uh, building the platforms to trade crypto and how one company wants them back one 
fund one investment platform one thing made me money this year and that was fundrise i began fundrise at the beginning of january just independently and then with a few weeks i joined their affiliate program and i can say as we are 11 months almost 12 months into this year this is the only thing that's been positive i can't say it's made me tons and tons of money but it's the only investment that has been positive all year long your mileage may vary at this state of the game, but you want to check it out and see what goes on. You buy shares into Fundrise, just like you buy shares into a fund, shares another project, and those shares go to fund other projects, buying properties, selling properties, renting properties uh, done by the Fundrise people. You get uh, for right now, if you sign up right now, you'll get for first 30 days, no advisory fees. A fee is taken out of what you invest in to pay the folks. No advisory fees for the first 30 days. You also get extra shares based on what you put into it. Check it out at Fundrise or directly for us for our affiliate link. This is a conversationproject.com slash Fundrise. This is a conversationproject.com slash F-U-N-D-R-I-S-C. And get in for, as they say there in the little sticker, which you can see, the future of real estate investing. This is the only investments I put into all the year that's been positive, hasn't been grandly positive, but lost no money this year. Now, let me put this back in perspective. All investments can lose money and some fairly easily lose money. Uh, most of them, most of them do not actually pay off. But over time, and of course, as you spread them over, you will make more money than you lose money. That's how it works out. Fundrise can lose you money at some point in time. It may probably tank at the beginning of 2023, to be honest. But for right now, I'm speaking positive praise for it specifically because it literally lost me no money this year. Didn't gain as much as I'd like, but it lost nothing in the calendar year. This is Conversation Project is our home again, where you can find more details about the Conversation Project. Uh, links to the sponsorships page, links to our partnerships page, where you can help and partner up direct, directly with us, and links to all the ways you can find us uh, on the internet, TikTok, uh, on the podcast, on uh, Yahoo. Yeah, we're on Yahoo too. It's a long story, but you can figure it out by going to the Conversation Project website. I say, I say, I say, by going to the Conversation Project website at thisisaconversationproject.com. Let's get into today things today. And we're blinding speed through things, even though we started a little late. November 30th birthday today, rocking the cradle of love with Billy Idol turning 67 years old today. It doesn't seem like he is that young, if you will, because the 80s was so long ago, but he's only in his 60s and he's still rocking and still doing concerts. And if if he comes through near here sometime, I'm probably going to uh, grab somebody. We're going to see Billy Idol because I love that guy. Ben Stiller at 57 years old today, the comedian, the actor, the uh, writer, the producer, the movie maker, uh, turned 57. And Kaylee Kuko, who is 37 years old today and being mentioned today, pretty much because of Christina with a K being a fan of hers. There were other people to put in there. I mean, Eliza uh, uh, Kujibart had had her day in the sun today. Uh, we would have went with her for the retro, turning forty, but we went with Kaylee Cuckoo. Today is Personal Space Day. You celebrate today by acknowledging that people have a right to not be touched, not be bothered, not be encroached on, not be breathed on, not every word, not be poked, not be stared at, not be bugged. So enjoy your personal space and celebrate your freedom for personal space and tell people to, hey, back the hell off me. It's personal space day. And if they say, what the hell is that? You say, go to the internet. It's on the internet. Trust me. It's on the internet. Trust me. It's personal space day. We also want to read two 
things. Yeah, we know we're overboarding, but we end up being early. So that's a good thing. But two things that you might not have heard, and they're both based on time and technologies, well, technologies, if you will, uh, that have passed or are passing us now. That made no sense. Saturday, December 3rd, will mark the 30th anniversary of the first text message being sent. Neil Papworth, a 22-year-old test engineer for a company called Sema Group, was sent the first text message to a mobile phone on December 3rd, 1992. From his personal computer to the Motivotophone network of the, to the phone of Richard Jarvis, and the text message received read, Merry Christmas. Very first text message sent out this past weekend, coming this upcoming weekend, and it was a Christmas uh, Christmas text. Congratulations. Also, the multi-billion dollar video game industry began 50 years ago this week with the table tennis in black and white. The classic video game Pong, one of the first to reach mainstream popularity, was released on November 29th. That was yesterday, 1972. It was not the first commercial coin-operated video game. That accolade belongs to Computer Space, something I don't remember. Well, of course, it came out before I was born, so that's part of it. But it was one of the first to really take off with the public paying public spawning a host of, of imitators. Pong was highly imitated because it was a very simple game. Um, my version of Pong played was basically on the Atari system because you know by that time, various other games were taking over, over uh, arcades and pizza parlors and things like that. But this week, the birth of the text message at 30 and the birth of Pong at 50. Congratulations, you got old, old dolls, you guys. This is it for today. This has been Things You Might Have Heard for Wednesday. November 30th, 2022. Thank you for being with us for the ride and all the chaos that it took us to get through. Hopefully, I have a fairly decent signal. If you can't see me, you can hear me fairly good. And if you're not seeing me because you have the podcast, then all should work out well. Make sure you stop by our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is the conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. So you're voting up the stories and we know what to talk about come tomorrow. And we'll do that come tomorrow. Make sure you are staying hydrated, staying limber, and staying on task so you're here tomorrow and the next day and the next day for the great things you're going to do. And we're going to go ahead and get back to the work. We got news stories posted. We got some things we're in the works. We're going to try to work on another, another you're welcome thing today if we can make some time for that. And we're just going to enjoy this Wednesday. Hmm.